Okay, today's daf is daf Yud Aleph. We'll start from the bottom couple of lines of Yud Amibes, discussing about Avshalom and the unfortunate episode rebelling against his father David and the ultimate punishment that he received. So the Gemara continues with Avshalom, two lines from the bottom. Shalom Lokach Yitzavlei Bechayev. It's interesting, this is referring to the Yad Avshalom, the, the Matseva that was made for the hand of Avshalom. So the Pasuk refers to Avshalom Lokach, he took. Yitzavlei Bechayev. And the Pasuk sounds like it's referring to the same thing. He took and he made this Matseva. The Gemara Darshan is my Lokach. The, the Lokach, the fact that he took something, is not necessarily connected to the end of the Pasuk, which refers to the Matseva that he built of the hand of Avshalom. Amishlokach Lokach Mekach Ralatmi. He took a bad mekach for himself. And Rashi says, referring to the fact that he really went against his father and rebelled against his, 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 uh, his father was the mekach ra, the bad mekach that he, unfortunate path he took. As matzevah sashabeh then refers to the matzevah that was in the depth of the king. What's the depth of the king? This is the referring to the eitzah, the the uh, wisdom of Akash Baruch Hu himself. That really, this came from the whole episode of Shalom that rebelled against David, his father, came as a result of a punishment that David unfortunately re- deserved to the whole Maisa Bathsheba, right? That he himself was uh, went after Bathsheba, and he ended up her husband ended up dying as a result of David sending out to battle. Um, so that really was the Eitzah. So of Shalom was a was a cause because of what David did and the sin of Hashem at the Ksiv, the punishment David said he was going to receive is going to have someone bad that will be in his house, which is Avshalom who rebelled against his father. The Lord brings a similar drasha that when it refers to the emik, to the depths, it refers to the Eitzah Amukah, the deep Eitzah. Where else do you find the similar concept? He was sent from the depth of Hebron. Amram Chanina by Papa, the Eitzah Muka Shal Isa Tzadik is referring to the again the the Eitzah Muka, the deep Eitzah of the Tzadik who was buried in Chavon Dixiv. Yodei Atede Kiger Yisav Ezrecha. That when the others were told they're going to have children going down to Mitzrayim, so this whole story of Yosef was really as a way of fulfilling that promise or that that Gzeira uh, that was given to Avram Avinu. That his children will go down to Mitzrayim, and therefore the Eitz Amuka, that Eitz of of Tzaddik that was given this this Gzeira, uh, because of that, Yaakov went down to Mitzrayim, and the whole episode unfolded. Gemara continues back to Avshalim, Ki Amar Ben. Avshalim also was he was told he wasn't going to have a child. Gemara says one second, Lehavale Bni didn't have children, Raksiv. He had three sons, Ubasachas and one daughter. So he certainly did have. What's the Pasuk saying that one of the Oinshim, one of the punishments he received was to have no children? He didn't have a child who was fitting for the Malchus. That means doesn't mean there's no children at all. He had children, but not children who were fitting for the Malchus take over the Malchus. Give me a little different chat. Someone who burns the Tvu of his friend. He will not have a child left over to be Yerushim, which is, means the children will die in his lifetime. So, so too, Avshalim, he had children, but they all died in his lifetime. And that was a claw of the Gemara says for someone who burns the two of his friends, someone who goes and does something as, as, as wicked 
is taking away his friends' parnasa and burning down his his tefuah, he will the the onish will be the punishment will be he won't have a children that will be survive him. Viu he went and, and burned down Yoyev's tefuah. Tikseve Yemer Lavadev Ruchalkas Yoyev Yadi Vulusham Sairim Chuvis Yatsu Eishkol Take a Fire Etzitzu Avdi Shalmes Chalkabeish They went and they burned down the servants of Shalom the portion of Yoav with fire. So that was the unfortunate punishment he received that his children did not live out and they all died before him. Okay, so that was all the negative. The Gemara continues now on the positive. We said that this idea of having midah for midah, who pays back measure for measure, is true in the negative. It's also true in the positive. And the the case the Gemara brought, the Mishnah brought was Miriam. That Miriam waited for Moshe Rabbeinu, which will be coming up when Moshe was born. When Miriam had Saras, Claudius waited for her. That was the midah connected midah, the waiting for the waiting. Moshe says, midami, can we compare it all the the Mida of waiting for, for a little bit for Moshe Rabbeinu to the waiting that Claudius did for seven days. Hasam Chadashayat, they waited for a little bit of time. She, he was there, she was there watching over Moshe Rabbeinu for, I don't know, maybe an hour, a couple hours. Hacha Shivat Yom, and here it's seven days. So Mida Kanagamida is, is times, I don't know, it was a hundred. So that, it, it sounds like it's uh, where it's, uh, why is it called Mida Kanagamida? So I'm Rabbiya, Emil, Inu, Hatova, Inu, Kane. So Rabbiya wants to know exactly the opposite. When it comes to Hatova, when it comes to positive, it's not. It means, in other words, that it's not Mida Kanagamida, it's so much more than the, than the Mida. I'm going to for one second. The words don't say that. The Mishnah says, so too applies to Atavah, so too applies to positive. That's always going to be Midikinek and Midas. What do you mean it's not Midikinek and Midas? The Mishnah says it will be Midikinek and Midas. Also for positive, meaning the same concept. Conceptually, it's the same. There's waiting and there's waiting. It doesn't mean it'll be the exact same amount of time. However, when it comes to positive, the Kosh pays back not one for one. It could be paid back ten for one or a hundred for one. Because the Midatova deserves to be paid back multi, um, multiple times. But the concept still is the same. The fact that it was waiting, that she waited for her for her brother and to watch over him, so to Claudius waited for her. So the Midah is the same, but the number is maybe different because it's going to be paid back multiple times, not just one for one. Now the, past, the Gemara continues now to discuss exactly this episode, which will come up, come up in a few weeks in the parasha, about Miriam waiting for Moshe Rabbein to see exactly what's going to happen to him. She stood a little back to see what was going to happen with Moshe when he was put into the Nile. That fascinating, the Gemara is that even though the, the language of the Pasuk is referring to Miriam, he says, really? The Pasuk, everywhere in the Pasuk, can be translated to referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. Where do you find these words referencing HaKadosh Baruch Hu? V'atatasev, t'ksiv, v'yav ha'ashem v'yisatsev. HaKadosh Baruch Hu also, that word is used in reference to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it's a hint that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is really watching over Moshe Rabbeinu. Achoso, again, literally meaning his sister, Miriam, Achoso also referenced HaKadosh Baruch Hu. T'ksiv, and mor l'chach ma'achosiyat. Again, referencing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we see that also references Nakarish Baruch Hu. Mirachok, <laughs> she's still a little back, a little distance away. That's also a hint Nakarish Baruch Hu. Dixiv, Mirachok Hashem nearly. Nakarish Baruch Hu stands from a distance, he watches over. So that's referencing Nakarish Baruch Hu as well. Ladas, she was standing there to know to see what was going to happen. Also references Nakarish Baruch Hu. Dixiv, Kikel Deus Hashem. 
Kashbaruch was referred to as Kashbaruch was the, the God of Knowledge. So also a hint of Kashbaruch. Ma'adiksiv ma'ashem shorol mimcha yase diksiv the next word in the pasuk yase diksiv kol yase Hashem alokim Kashbaruch won't do anything again. Referencing the Kashbaruch is referred to as yase. Also a hint of Kashbaruch. Diksiv yikro lo Hashem shalom. Okay. Loi, I'm sorry, Loi is the next word in the Pasuk. It was called to him, again, referencing Kadesh Baruch Hashem Shalom. So each word in the Pasuk is referencing Kadesh Baruch hinting to this concept that Kadesh Baruch was watching over Moshe Rabbeinu. Obviously, Miriam was the, physically watching over Kadesh Baruch was in the background also, and these words referencing Kadesh Baruch Now, moving on a little bit in the episode with Kla Yisrael Mitzrayim, this is right after Yosef and the Shatim died. The new king gets up onto Paro, onto Mitzrayim, which we know as Paro. Rav Shmuel Charamer Chodesh Mamish. Once it was actually a new king, it was not the same king that was around in times of Yosef. It was a new king. The Charamer knows was the same king. Shneschad Shubigerosav. He called the new because he became new in the way he acted, the way he treated, he made his gzeros, he made his decrees. So he called the new, but really actually was the same person. So Mandam Chodesh Mamish Aksiv Chodesh. Simple understanding is it Chodesh? It actually was new. Pasuk says, "Yakimel Chodesh." A new king got up, so it fits in very beautifully. Uman Deomer Shuschad Shuzerosh. The other opinion, which says that he was Nischadish, he just got new decrees. Where did he get that from? Why doesn't he learn it simply? That means he got a new. He was a new king. Because the pasuk is missing something. You should have said that king died. A new king got up, without mentioning a death of the old king. It sounds like there was no no death took place. So why is it called him Chadash? Because he was new in his way he acted. He was new in his Xeros. Okay. The Pasuk continues. How do you learn the words? Yosef. It says he was new. He didn't know Yosef. So if it's actually a new king, fine. It's a new king. Could be he didn't know Yosef. But the same king, of course, he knew Yosef. He, he was around during Yosef's reign. So what does it mean he doesn't know Yosef? He may believe he didn't know him. He like sort of forgot about you know all that Yosef did from Mitzrayim. And that's unfortunately what happens when someone does good and then you want to sort of forget about all the good they did. They may believe nothing happened and that was the way Paro acted. According to this pshat, that he was the same king, he just made it like nothing happened. Okay, continues in the, the episode with Paro. He told his nation, Hine, Amene Yisrael. He told this, this nation is going to rise up against me and they might join my enemies he was all worried about them that's why he felt he had to go do something to control the Jewish problem so Tano who is he was the one who started off with this mentioning this this issue and telling his people you have to do something about the Jewish problem therefore he was one that was punished first as well who is where do we see that he was the one that started off by the 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 problem that's mentioning this issue that we have to take care of the Jewish issue he initiated the, the the discussion. He told his nation, "We have to deal with this." He was hit first. You and your nation of It's actually the that it was said him first, and then his nation, and then his servants. So we see that Paro was hit first again. Since he was the one that initiated the issue in the first place. We, they will become smart. So the Gemara says, Lahemi voyale. If it's referring to Kalayasol as a nation, what's, why is it low, low is singular? Who is dealing with his, the Jewish problem, the, the whole nation? Amrav Chama, Brev Chanina, no. Bo, when it's Chakim, the Mashiach Yisrael. 
we have to go really figure out what to do with the one person who is going to be the Savior, referring to Moshe Rabbeinu. What should we judge him with? will take retribution with a fire, so he can't start up with a Kosh with fire. He can't throw him into fires. judges with fire. The Chara, we should kill them with sword. No, we can't do that. also deals the people with the sword. Let's go deal with him with water, which is this, the solution of throwing him into the water. Why water? Why is that a better solution? swore he won't bring a mabel to the world. They felt, wow, this is a great solution. He can't. Kashbaruch always pays back. He can't take revenge on us because he promised he won't bring a mabel to the world. Shanamar, Zosli, and that's Kashbaruch's promise after the mabel that it won't happen again in such a situation. Now, they were foolish. They didn't realize. He won't bring on the entire world a mabel. Aval Uma Akas, who maybe could take one nation and take him out with water. Inami, who are they maybe? Sure, he won't bring water onto them. Avalheim, Bom, and Ophel, and Socha, they can go and fall into the water, like what happened in Kriyas Yamsov. They went into the water. Pchenu Omer, Umutsayim Nisam, Likrasso. They actually went into the water itself. So therefore, that was Midikinagamida, that Yamsov drowned the, the Mitzrayim. Midikinagamida, the way they treated. Klaayasa in order to go and destroy Moshe Rabbeinu. That was the ultimate their, their plan, and therefore there was not a problem in the Kadosh Baruch Hu taking revenge to water, being that they were the ones who initiated. They went into the water itself, not the Kadosh Baruch Hu brought the water onto them. The way Kadosh Baruch Hu says the Kadir that you cooked up with that you got cooked in, and they they used water to destroy Klal Yisrael. They got cooked in the water as well. Mahimash when Zod Loshin Kadir, what do you see this Zadu is Loshin of a of a kapat? Tiksiv Yazid Yaakov Nazid for the lentils he cooked up, it was in a pot. So this mushal is a pot that you cook. That itself is the pot you're going to get cooked in and destroy it. We find this many places, right? Haman was the same thing. Haman built the gallows, and hung on the same gallows. Again, this concept of Midikinagamida, which we find many, many places. Continues the Gwari in the episode of the the Eitzah of Paro, Amr of Chibar Abba, Amr of Simoi, Shlosh Shlohebo says there were three people, three main advisors Paro had that he discussed the Jewish problem with. Bilam, Yoav, and Yisro. Bilam, Shayath, Nerak, Yotmi got killed, right, with the sword as a result of his Eitzah. He was really the one who gave this Eitzah that to go kill the Jewish people and throw them into the water because you have to make sure that their, their Savior doesn't end up staying alive. Eov, he actually was quiet. Sheshasa, he was quiet. Didam be Yisurin. He is judged be Yisurin. Now, interesting that all the Swarm talk, talk about the fact that he was just quiet. He, 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 he didn't say anything. He was quiet. And the Mepharshim said, Rav Chaim Shmulavis had a famous idea that when something bothers you, you can't keep quiet. You got you to gotta protest. The fact that he was just stood silently, even though he felt he couldn't do anything and nothing would have been accomplished by he said anything. Lamaise, if something bothers you, you have to speak it out. And he didn't do anything. He didn't protest at all. As a result, he was suffered tremendously. That was Eov. Yisro ran away. He said, I'm not going to be part of this. I know. And therefore, Zachum and Ebonav, Sheesh, Relishkos, Agazas. He was Zoha that his great grandchildren sat in Nishkos, Agazas, in the Sanhedrin as a schar for the fact that he ran away and was not willing to be part of the Eitzah Paro. Shalom, Meshbacha, Sofrim, which reference to the, 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 the teachers, Yoshva, um, Yavitz, 
That's the pasuk referring to these people who are sitting in the Sanhedrin, and the first one is the, is from the Kani. Kani is, is the the ones that came from the Chosam Moshe from Yisro. So that's a reference to the children of Yisro, and they sat in the Sanhedrin. That was a schus and a schar for the fact that he ran away from the from the from the um, Eitz of Paro. Pasuk continues. They'll fight with us. And we'll go and we'll go up from the land. Valenu mivayolei. It sounds like the pastor should have said we will go up from the land, not they will go up from the land. It says that the the that Claudius will join our enemies and go up from the land. What do you mean, Valenu? It should have said we the three will be driven from the land. Very often a person doesn't want to say I will be cursed because he doesn't want to say about himself. She says like. That my friend will be cursed. So they use the curse, they use the words that is referring really to themselves about Klal but again, really, they were worried about themselves being driven out of the land of Mitzrayim, and that was their concern, that was their worry, and that's why they had this whole Eitzah of destroying Klal Yisrael. We'll place on them, should say that we'll place on them these taskmasters to make sure that they work hard. What's a love? A love is singular. It's referring to Klai Yisrael. They're putting the taskmasters on Klai Yisrael. That they took a stone and they took it and hung it around his neck. And every person in Klai Yisrael I can't work. I can't go and build Amrulai. Are you more, the, more the, of a finicky person more than Paro? Look, Paro himself is working. So the Kilo made it that Paro himself was going to work and that was going to be the trick and part of their, their ploy to get all the B'nai Yisrael to work as well. If Paro is working, for sure you should work as well. And that's why he says Lashon of Singular, that there's a taskmaster on, on a singular, on him, it's referring to Paro himself. He was the one that was the kilo, they, they working and placed the taskmaster on him to make him work. Sari Misim, Davish that they placed on him like the, the stones. To paint him, again, singular, I know some of you really say again, Lashon of plural. Again, same reason. Laman, I know so parallel to those that, that, that Paro should be also pained with the suffering of Claudius. So Paro also knows he was also going to work along with Claudius. That was the original plan. And that was what he did originally to get and seduce Claudius into doing working as well. They even, they built Ari Miskinos the Paro, these cities for Paro, what's Miskinos? They were dangerous. It was like dangerous to be involved in the building. That's why it's called Ormiskinos. And they got hurt and they got killed from being involved in this building. Meaning that they were um, that they were that that, that caused the the downfall of Mitzrayim, that through that avoda, that's what caused the Mitzrayim to get end up drowning in the Yam. So it was, it was the ones that there was the ultimate cause for them to get destroyed. As peace of Ramses, the city of peace of Ramses, Ravish Ravish Mulchan Omar, peace of Shabbat is called peace Why is it referred to as Ramses? Sharish Sharish the Mitzrayim because when it was built, as soon as that building was like sink, it sunk in. Lashon Mesorosis, Lashon like shaking and sinking in. Chalam Ramses, really called Ramses, 
The depth swallowed it up. A similar concept, again, both of them referring to the same concept that it was sunk in as they were building it. They built on like very uh, swampy lands, and therefore as they were building it, it was, it was sinking in. And as they pain them, so too it will, they will increase and they will multiply. So why is it in the future? It's they came rubble, came pierce, so they did. Why is it saying they will in the future? If you paint them, they will increase. Amrishlakish, Ruach Kodesh, Vivasaran, Kenyuba came for us. This wasn't telling what happened. It was Ruach Kodesh actually talking and saying, Ruach Kodesh came out and said, If you go and paint Klai Yisrael, you know what's going to happen? They're going to increase, they're going to multiply. And this was a, a really like a prediction more than a state of fact of what happened and referring to what's going to be in the future if you paint the Bnei Yisrael. By a kutzum from Bnei Yisrael, they got like disgusted from Klai Yisrael. The Mishri got disgusted. They were in their eyes like thorns. That's lotion of coats, lotion of thorns. And that's why they were trying to, again, get rid of them and do all they can to undo their, undo Klai Yisrael. They, they made them work with What is the Farech um, referencing to? With a soft mouth. Means what? As Rashi says, they, they try to bring them in and convince them to work and say they're also going to work all the and pay them in the beginning originally as well. So with a soft mouth, I tried it with a convincing way of doing so. Rav Shmuel, with breaking them, back-breaking work, the opposite, not that they would come with a soft mouth, but breaking work, that's what they, they uh, were putting on the Klaus. They made their lives bitter, with difficult work, with, with bricks and with, uh, with mortar. Amrav b'tchila b'chomer, u'lovenim. In the beginning, they, they made them work with bricks and mortar to make them build, and eventually they made them work all different types of things, all different types of work. As that they switched the women's work for the men's work, and they made men do work that was traditional for women to do, and vice versa, which is obviously very, very um, difficult for them to do. Even Malyama that says before, Perach referred to soft, and here it definitely refers to difficult, because here it's referring to difficult avoda, the difficult challenge of doing the work of the opposite gender, which obviously was very difficult and challenging for them. And therefore, definitely in this context, the word Perach means difficult and backbreaking. Nigalu Yisrael Mitzrayim, the great, the great way the woman acted in that generation, that was the cause of the redemption. What did the woman do? When they went out to draw water, Kashparuch also made them have the water, that small fish that came up into their, to their, uh, to their keli, the kadein in their jugs, right? And they, they had part water and part fish, they took and they took two um, two pots. The one they used for the water, and they put hot water in there. And the one they cooked the fish in there. And their husbands to come home from work. The husbands worked very very difficult. And they put they 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 went to their husbands in the sado. 
Machitzas Osan, and they washed them, the Sakhosan, they and they um, smeared them down, Machilas Osan, and they fed them, or Mashkas Osan, they gave them to drink, and the Skalkas Lamp Insvaim, and then they had relations with them in the in the in private in private places. Shanamar in Tishkabendu bin Susaim, if you they, they would be lying in the like on the on the sides and the places where, where their privacy. And this was the the encouragement the woman gave to their husbands, even though they were working so difficult, they took care of them, and they said we have to continue on, and still have children, and still bring children into this world, which obviously was something the men were not necessarily encouraged to do. And for the schar that they went, and they they were, were with their husbands um, in, this, in these uh, places, and they was also to the visa to the wealth of Mitzrayim that they received when they went out of Mitzrayim. Shenemar kan feyona nichva the kesef of Rosab yerkekek charetz. The kivish was Avos when they came pregnant. Bonus lebetheim they came back to the houses. The kivish megiyas ma'amalada and they came to the time to give birth. Halchos the oldest son they went and gave birth in the fields because they knew that if they would give birth in the homes the Mitzrayim would go and 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 kill the children right away. Tachas at the poach underneath the apple trees. Shenemar. Sent down from up above. to help take care of them. to people, malachim, to clean and take care of the of the uh, of the children, like a midwife who takes care of the child. Like they would be washed with water and taken care of, all the things that were needed for and they had two ways of feeding them, one with oil, one with honey, which was given over to the children. And then the Mitzrayim realized what's going on. They realized that there was children out there in the field. They came out to the field and said, they kill these children. And they were swallowed up into the ground. So the Mitzrayim came and they saw they, they figured something's going on over here. They must be underneath the ground. And they went and took oxen and tried to dig up the ground and try to find these children. Unsuccessfully, obviously. After they left, they, were, they, grew, out, they grew out like the grass of the, of the field. They, they grew back out again from the field. They were growing like the grass in the field. Once they grew older and they were taken care of out in the fields, they came back as grown. I don't know how old they were exactly, but they were old enough that they were no longer in threat of the Mitzrayim. And they came back They came back in flocks and flocks to their homes. Like in flocks. That's where they came and they joined back in the, with the Mitzrayim. They were the ones who recognized the Kodesh first. They were taken care of by the Kodesh himself. And they said, That's my God and we glorify him. Because they were able to say, They knew what the Kodesh was, what he felt and, and, and appeared like. Because he took care of them himself in the air and the fields. And therefore they were the ones that killed him Okay, now it goes back to the episode where the pirate tells the midwives, make sure to kill all the, the babies, throw them into the water. Once there was, who were these, these midwives? A mother and daughter. And once the Chad Amar, 
Kalav Hamos, a daughter and a daughter in law, a mother and daughter in law. Mandi Amei Shabita, the one who says it was a mother and daughter, who was that? Yochavad and Miriam, which was Yochavad is a mother, and Miriam was a daughter. Mandi Amei Kalav Hamos, Yochavad Veli Shava, who was Aaron's wife, so it was a daughter in law. Tanya, the one who says the Brisa, which which proves it really was Yochavad and Miriam, a mother and daughter. Mandi Amei Shabita, the Sanya, Shifras Yochavad. When it refers to the Torah Shifra, that's really Yochavad. Why is she called Shifra? Lamed Koshman Shifra. She manshveres a lot. She takes care. She beautiful the child, taking care of it. Davaracha shepor of Rabbi Yisrael be mad that Klai Yisrael had the ability to multiply in her in her days because she was took care of such good good care of them. So she was called Shifra that to his power of Rabbi they multiplied as a result of her efforts. Pua is really Miriam. Why is she called Pua? She's a Pua. She like uh, she was like cooing to the ch- children. So also a way of taking care of them. Davaracha she's a Pua Baracha Kodesh. Or that poor is referring to the fact that she was spoken in Ruach HaKodesh, and she said, My mother will be the one to have the child who's going to take care of Klaus and be the one to be the savior of Klaus. And they said, when the, when the woman gave birth, as power talking and said, If they go and take the children, and he gave a simon to them, um, later when they when they, when they go give when they give birth, their thighs will be like stone. So that's that's a sign you should take. They're ready to give birth, and then you know they're ready to take the child away and and uh, kill the child. This time it could exhibit that the the um, the reference of avanim is the, is like a muscle to a woman giving birth, like the one who goes and makes pottery. Mayot says that Yerach Mikan Yerach Mikan. He stands one one uh, foot on one side, one foot on the other side. The side of the stands like the table in front of him, which he makes his pottery. Avisha Yerach Mikan Yerach Mikan. She has one foot on one side, on the other side. Avav and the child comes out from the middle. So just a, a marshal to the way the the woman's referred to when she's giving birth. In Benu, So if it's a son, make sure to kill him because they're worried about Moshe Rabbeinu, who they knew in the from the stargazes of Paro that going to be a son. It was going to save Klal Yisrael. Amrachinu Simon God the Muslim. He gave a simon to them. Ben Panav Lamata. A child sounds like was born face upwards. And Bas Panel Lamala. So you know right away. I'm sorry. The, the child is downward. The, the boy is downwards. The girl is upwards. So that you should know as a simon right away if it will be a boy or a girl. Vatrenim Yadusol came and they feared Hakadosh Baruch Hu. While Yasser Kashadibar lay and they didn't do what Hakadosh Baruch what, what Parah told them. Lahenri Vayale. Right, the, it's it's referring Kashlibalayan, right, referring to about them. Lahan means to them. Why is it saying do what it, what it was saying to them? Because he actually wanted to do something to them as well. Not just told them to take care of the children. He actually wanted to do, do something to them. actually he, he wanted to have a, have his nus with them and have relations with them. So and they also didn't they also refused that his comings on to them as well. They kept the children alive. Didn't they kill them? They took care of them and gave them food and, and, and drink and made sure they stayed alive. They told Paro, they're not like your woman. They said, the Yisrael like chayos. They're like midwives. That's the simple word of the translator chayos. My chayos, what does it mean they're like midwives? Ilamachayosmamish, if it means they're like midwives themselves. Atu Chaimi, the Tsuchaya, Lavlida, 
A midwife also needs a woman to give birth to help her give birth. So for like midwives, therefore what? They still need someone to help them give birth. Like animals, they're just like they have, they're built like animals. Animals don't need someone to help them give birth. They can give birth on their own. And we find many places that the shvatim are referred to like animals. Mashalim, Gur Ari is referred to Yehuda is referred to like an lion. Don Yidal Nachash like a snake. Naftali Al Shlucha like the like the Ayala the 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 ram. Yisachah Hamo Gorim is referred to as a donkey. Yosef Bechar Shar is referred to as a shar. Yom and Zev Yitzchak like the like the wolf. And each of them have Mishalom like animals. So so too the Jewish woman didn't need midwives. They were like animals. They can give birth without midwives, and therefore that was their excuse to Paro. We can't do anything because they don't need us in the first place. Right? The shvatim the, the that are referred to as animals, it says about them, even the ones that doesn't refer to as animals, it also, they also have that reference, also those milers of the animals themselves, whatever the different mishalim of each of animals are, they all refer to with those different milers. They feared the Baruch Hu, and they reserved the schar. They asked them about They got houses. What does houses mean? They received the schar that their children will be the ones who will be the Kohen and Leviim. Their children will be kings. That's who were born from them. The Kohen and Leviim. David also came from Miriam. Thomas Azuva, which also tracing it back to Miriam, and that was a descendant of Miriam was David. So so too the base Malchus was a coming out from Miriam herself. Okay, we'll stop at the two dots. Which will continue on next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.